what is going on you guys and welcome back to another video if it's your first time here my name is brandon as always we do have our investing academy it's that first link down in the description below if you'd like to check that out but in today's video we have such a fun one in store we are diving into three easy ways that a beginner investor can go out and identify and find undervalued stocks. And that to me is just the name of the game when it comes to investing is being able to find companies that for whatever reason are underpriced, mispriced, they're trading cheaply relative to what they're worth so that we can go out and scoop shares up, buy shares at a lower price, hopefully down the road to sell them at a higher price. And I wanna share with you guys actually three websites I use, three tools that we use on a day-to-day -day basis. We're gonna be diving into the computer in just a moment. I really think you guys are gonna enjoy this one. So if you do, please take a moment to drop a thumbs up on the channel. And also for our subscribers, you may have noticed I got a new mic setup going on. So I don't have that big mic here anymore. I'd love to hear some feedback on what you guys think of the audio. I'm gonna be definitely working some kinks and doing some stuff to get it as best as possible, but I would really appreciate some feedback on how the audio is sounding. But let's dive on into this video today, guys. I'm gonna hop on into my computer here to go over uh, the first option that we're gonna be talking about. And this is actually using a stock screener. And in this case, we're using a platform called Morningstar. Now there are a number of other screeners out there. And as we'll talk about in a moment, this is actually a paid for service. This is a third party subscription that I subscribe to. Um, if you wanna go seek out free options, absolutely you can. But if you take a look over to the right side of this uh, screen, which I'm hovering over, you're gonna notice this little tab called screener. And uh, like I said, there are so many screeners out there, but this is to me one of the easiest ways if you are just getting started to kind of uh, hone in on companies that are worth and warrant doing more research on. And as you can see, during the screener, like many others, you may actually be quite familiar with a layout like this. You can search individual stocks, you can toggle by sector, industry, the different exchanges, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm gonna do for this example, I know we're all Canadians on this channel, so I'm gonna go ahead and scan the Canadian market. So business country, we are immediately going to focus in and hone in on companies in Canada. This won't show us companies outside of Canada, international, et cetera, et cetera. Now you can get a little more depth, a little more depth to this screen if you want. For example, if you know you want an energy company or a financial company or consumer cyclicals, et cetera, et cetera, feel free to hone in deeper. You can even toggle by things like five-year rev uh, net income growth, revenue growth. If you're looking, for example, for companies with high revenue growth, you know, uh, mediocre growth, you can obviously do that to your tailoring. But what I typically do as a very easy screen is if you go to this show more button at the bottom, it's gonna populate even more options for you to get even more fine-tuned into your screening process. And again, if you are using this platform, take some time to experiment, check out what these different uh, results will provide for you. But the easiest way for me is if we go down to this one called Morningstar uh, Quantitative Rating. So what this is, is essentially a star system that Morningstar uses. And this is a unique system to them where they basically rank stocks on a one star to five star valuation uh, model or uh, uh, a method, I should say. One star being if this stock is a one star buy, it's probably overvalued based on these analyst standards, meaning that the stock is actually trading at a higher price than it should. Obviously, as you move down the scale to a five star rating, well, that's actually potentially representing a really nice uh, buying opportunity as a stock is potentially undervalued. So what we can do in this case is if I go ahead and toggle this to four star ratings or more, this would be on the better side of a fair value. So stocks that are quote unquote undervalued based on their standards, 
it's gonna take a moment or two to populate up. But if we do scroll down, we can review and analyze our search and we are gonna be presented with a variety of different stocks. I'm actually gonna go ahead and skip to page two, as you may recognize some of these companies, but one that I wanna highlight in particular is the company Embridge. So again, you're getting a wide variety of stocks here. You see actually a lot of duplicates because they trade on multiple exchanges with different tickers. But let's go ahead to Embridge stock. And the reason I pick Embridge stock is that this is a stock that we recently added on our portfolio challenge, the one that we're building up on the channel. This absolutely was part of the uh, bigger research uh, puzzle that we were putting together. So if, if I identified Embridge as a stock that, hey, maybe I'd consider owning, what I tend to do is just in a separate tab, go ahead and search the stock up here. You can type in the full name or the ticker. Actually, in this case, it's very important because Embridge does trade on the US exchange as well, you'll note the little USA uh, toggle there, which we don't want to look at. We wanna go down to the Canadian option, C-A-N, and this is gonna bring us up a full report on the company uh, Embridge. And again, Morningstar is uh, one of my favorite platforms to use as part of my preliminary screening because you get so much good details. You get a huge write-up if you wanna go read and learn more about the company. But in particular, if we focus in on this valuation or analysis valuation side of the chart, I didn't mean to click there. What we see right off the bat is that based on Morningstar's projections and based on their calculations, Embridge today is trading at a 20% discount representing a four star buy. The last close was $47.17 where they put a fair value estimate or a price target on $59. Now it's important to be, uh, it's very important to be very, very, very clear on something that these analyst targets are not the be all end all. And that doesn't just go for Morningstar, that goes for any analyst projection out there. In fact, I'd say a lot of them are a bunch of goofballs and they're constantly changing their projections based on what the market kind of dictates. But nevertheless, this is a very good preliminary screening idea for you to start honing in on specific companies. Now, would I just simply look at this and go out and buy Embridge stock? Absolutely not. This is one piece of the puzzle. Then you complement that with the rest of your researching uh, process and platform. And I really do think of the researching process as this one big puzzle where you're taking bits and pieces, you're using common sense, some logic, some rationale to make the ultimate decision. I've actually done a video, by the way, on five free tools to go out if you wanna learn more about the researching process, and I absolutely would then use those tools such as Seeking Alpha to get different opinions, blah, 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 blah. But this is a great starting point to just narrow down your options of stocks out there. There are so many companies out there, and if you want to, if you believe in a value approach and buying stocks that are you know, beaten down or undervalued, this screening tool absolutely can get you on the right pace. And we just highlighted the example Ambridge, but this would go ahead and work for any other company if you continue to look down this screening tool and uh, find other companies that may be of interest to you. Let's progress on into option number two, another very simple way, and this one actually is a free option. There's a free and premium option but we're gonna be hopping over to the website stockcharts.com. I'll put that up on the screen so you can go take a look. Again, it is free to use. There's even a free trial if you wanna try their premium service, but um, we do have the premium service where you can actually have more than one um, watch list. I believe on the free trial, you can make a couple uh, mock portfolios or watch lists, but if you wanna have a wide variety, consider the premium option. With stock charts, what I would do is I would toggle over to your chart list or AKA your watch list and you'll see a variety of other of these, don't, don't bother with those. I'm just gonna go into one of our growth models and this is just a, a list of some of the companies that we would fit in a growth portfolio. You'll probably recognize a variety of these names. Now, 
this is, looks like a pretty standard watch list and that's pretty much what it is. You got your sec, you got your stocks, tickers, sectors, performance, et cetera, et cetera. Now you can go ahead and obviously toggle here by, you know, change. You can look at stocks that are, let's say down over the past three months, over the past two months, and that can spark some ideas. But one of the cool tools that I like to use is if I go to view list as, and we go over to this thing called candle glance. Now candle glance, this brings our watch list up in a very visual form where we can see the stock quotes on every single company within our list and everybody's watch list is gonna be different. But what I love about this option is that when you're monitoring 20, 30, 50 stocks on your watch list, it can be a little tough to keep up with everything that's going on. Well, by sorting it in this view, you get a very clear visual picture of what's happening. And what I do is I add an indicator here and I toggle down to give, for an example, RSI. There are a number of different indicators that you can use, but in this case, I'm gonna look at the RSI, which is the relative strength index. Now, this in, in its nature is not an undervalued metric. It's not gonna tell you whether a stock is undervalued, but it does show you the momentum of the stock price and how the shares are trading, what direction they're moving. And if we assort here by ascending and hit this little go button or there it automatically went, what it's gonna show us is that from the lowest to highest, if we look at all the stocks on here, we're gonna be taking a look at the RSI, which is this bottom section of the chart. This is a range that basically goes from 30 to 70 typically. And the lower you are to 30 or even below, typically the more downwards momentum and sometimes you can come across a good opportunity. And again, with this list, we're gonna be showing the lowest options. And today we don't even have, at least on this list, anything glaring and that is just a factor of being in an overvalued market and a lot of stocks are doing well. But as you see here, immediately I get some ideas that stocks like Manulife Financial, Amazon and Johnson & Johnson, at least on a two month RSI metric, these stocks are the lowest on my list, okay? So what do I mean by that? Well, if we go ahead and take a look into Manulife Financial, what we notice is that basically since April, the stock has gradually come down. And again, my uh, philosophy on investing, something that I've always followed is that I like buying stocks as they're coming down. Uh, typically you're gonna be getting better prices than chasing previous highs and riding that momentum forward. That's just a personal preference. But for me, I like seeing stocks that are coming down and looking at these RSI metrics, this can very easily screen for you some of the top options. In fact, here we see RSI currently trading at 44, which is nothing amazing. If it was dipping below this 30 range, that to me would signify uh, a higher level of interest. But as we see from this RSI um, metric looking back, you do see uh, various cases over the past, what is this? This is over the past year only, so a very short time frame, where the lower RSI does correspond with a potentially nice entry point. In November, we see um, pretty much right after the low point on this RSI metric, looks to be hovering around 35, let's call it. We see a nice little spike up. As the stock pulls back, we see the RSI, aka the momentum trending down, could be another potential time to buy the dip. And again, we are seeing Manulife come down, representing a lower RSI as the shares come down. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that just because we have a low RSI that that's automatically an undervalued stock. In fact, I'd go as far as saying that's not the case, but you get what I'm saying. There, This can present you with ideas. If I go back and look at Amazon as another great example, Here's a stock that has been treading water for the past little while, but over the very short term on a one month basis, shares are down um, a little bit. I actually don't know the percentage 
point right there, but you do see that correspond with the RSI. You can then marry that up with the MACD, which I know Mark has talked about in a couple of previous videos if you wanna check that out. But again, just a very easy tool. And when you go to this candle glass view, you can get some ideas amongst your watch list uh, to potentially warrant looking into further. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. For the low cost of only $19.95 Canadian, you can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Last but not least, I want to go to a fun one, and this is a website called the themagicformulainvesting.com. I will put that up on the page as well for you guys, just so that you can go to the exact one. This is another completely free option. There isn't even a, a premium option, I believe. Completely free to sign up. The sign up process takes no more than a minute. You just put your email address in, you just register your account, etc., etc. And this is a formula that was based off of the book that I covered in my second last video where I covered some of my favorite books that I've read over the past few years, the little book that still beats the market by an investor named Joel Greenblatt. And this is a formula that they came up with. It's a very, very basic looking website. But the idea is that this algorithm and formula can present to you potentially stocks that are undervalued, beaten up, out of favor companies that are still good quality businesses, at least from a return on invested capital standpoint, and that may represent some good ideas. So I'm gonna actually show you guys, I'm already logged in here, but what I typically do to use this tool is I go ahead and, um, this is actually just the mock one. So I'm gonna go to the stock screener here, and I'm gonna go ahead and punch in a $100 million market cap. Now you can decide what minimum market cap you want. The book does suggest different things. Um, I'd highly suggest reading that book to begin with if you really wanna understand this formula. As in the book, they give so many examples of how this actually outpaces and beats the market, this, this uh, magic formula approach. I did cover that in my video as well if you'd like to check it out. But I typically like to go to 100 million. This represents actually um, a bigger, they look for bigger companies on this list. And when you hit get stocks, you're gonna be presented with a list of 30 companies, all picked by this algorithm, which have a ranking, again, factoring in two factors, which is the PE ratio being low and a higher return on invested capital. As you'll look down this list, I don't expect you to know um, even most of these companies, but you will recognize some such as Altria, maybe companies like Gilead Science, um, HP, et cetera, et cetera. And these are companies that you can then look for deeper to see whether they align with you. Again, there is no one perfect place that's gonna say this is the best you know, thing to buy, but it's all part of getting ideas and then backing that up with logic and rationale and the rest of your research process. So in this example, if for example, Altria is a company you're interested in, and that's one that I've talked about on the channel actually multiple times before, because I actually was liking the stock, a great dividend play down in the US. 
what we see right away is this is a stock that has been suffering dating back since 2017. We see the stock is down off highs. Uh, let me try and grab that for you guys. Actually only 34, 40% because the stock has really picked up off these lows. That said, this is still a great screening tool to start identifying good companies. Again, there is, I know it's called the magic formula, but there really is no magic formula. To me, I don't follow this exactly. In fact, I'll actually put up the rules on the page for you if you did want to learn more about this strategy. The rules in and of themselves basically say very simply, you use the stock screener to select some top rated stocks, blah, 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 blah. You choose the number of stocks, the size of the company, which we did, and uh, you know, larger companies, greater diversification, blah, 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 less volatility. You should attempt to keep 20 stocks in your portfolio. You buy them using a cost-effective way. It talks about you may want to consider making multiple purchases over a 12 month period, but you hold these for one year periods and then you sell them. That's what the rules of the book state. And again, the statistics do back it up actually quite well that it does work over numerous time periods, but it doesn't mean that we have to follow that strategy to use this tool as an idea. But understanding that this tool is specifically looking for beaten down companies, I think it's one that for completely free, we all should be taking advantage of. And obviously depending on when you do this screen, you're gonna see different companies come up. Um, some may be beaten down for a very good reason. And that's your job as the investor to go out and do your additional due diligence on these companies. But that to me guys is three very, very easy tools that you guys can use to go out and at least start the screening process again. The research puzzle is a big, big, the research equation is a big jigsaw puzzle. You will not find one all telling uh, source where you can just blindly say this is exactly it, but you take bits and pieces, you get ideas, you hone down to different areas of the market, you go to uh, websites like Seeking Alpha, you go to the investor relations page and start learning about the companies, really get to understand the business, see if it's one that you can back. And because these preliminary screens are already identifying companies that fall into the quote unquote undervalued or potentially offering, offering an opportunity. To me, this is a great starting point for beginners. I'll put all the links down to these below. I'm not affiliated with any of these, by the way, these are just ones that I personally use that I'm sharing with you guys. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on these platforms down below. Do you use them? Do you like them? Do you have any other suggestions? If you have other suggestions that do a similar process, I'd highly encourage you leave that down in the comment section below so that other viewers, um, maybe they don't want to go with Morningstar. They don't want to go with stock charts. They can look for good comparables and good alternatives. But if you guys enjoyed today's video, I'll ask you to drop a huge thumbs up. That is a great way of supporting the channel. And if you like these more research focused uh, videos, do let me know down below. As I touched on, please let me know how this microphone is. Um, I did a test run yesterday and there was so much echoing and stuff in the background. So I'm gonna have to really learn how to, um, how to edit the audio for it to sound uh, as best as possible for you guys. But I do really like being free here and not having this stuff in my, in my way. So thank you guys for watching the video. Uh, as always, if you're not subscribed to the channel, we post videos like this every single week on the stock market. We do have our investing Academy as that first link down below. If you are a beginner to the stock market in Canada, you want training, you want to join our community for learning. That's that first link down below. You can learn all about that. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.